Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. No, this is not a mistake. Do not adjust your sets. This week we go back into the archives. In fact, we bring you a program that we first brought you five years ago this week. New Horizons, it's up to you and me To shine a guiding light and lead the way We have the power to pursue what we believe We'll achieve the realization of our dreams Hello, welcome to New Horizons. I'm joined on this 500th episode by a very special guest, President of Blind Citizens Australia and long-time member of the organisation, John Simpson. Hi, John. Hi Vaughan and great to be with you for this special program. Let's um, have a think about what New Horizons means to Blind Citizens Australia as we we mark this 500th episode. Well I think probably a little bit of history will help us with that Vaughan. Of course the program as it was called Horizons ran for something like uh, 1100, just under 1150 episodes and uh, many of those were uh, presented by Neville Kerr. Uh, and of course, uh, since it became New Horizons after a break, we've now had 500 programs. So Horizons slash New Horizons has been a central part of BCA's communications with its members for most of the organisation's life. And I think it's been a very important part of that communications because using radio, it's able to be so immediate and uh, get many important stories and pieces of information to our members in a, in a timely manner. Of course, it's not the only thing that we do in the communications area. We've got Blind Citizens News and Soundabout and, of course, uh, a great deal of presence online these days. But New Horizons and Horizons before it, of course, was the one medium that's been available pretty much to all of our members. So it's been very important. And of course, it started out in 1982, didn't it? And it was called the NFBCA program at that time. It didn't really have a yes, name that's as such. Right. That's right. Yes, it was. And uh, once the uh, the RPH stations all sort of came on board and it, it started to grow, it, it became a real force, didn't it, in the in the sector? And of course, the growth was not only across the RPH network stations, but there are and have been uh, many community radio broadcasters who have taken the program from time to time and we still have a number of those with us today but of course with the development of uh, uh, of the internet and the ability to distribute using uh, uh, online techniques the program is not only heard and, and valued across Australia but internationally as well. Now John I've got a, a bit of a snippet here of the very first New Horizons program. Now Neville Kerr stopped doing it in I believe somewhere around March 2006 is that correct? It, that's what I understand yes. And it recommenced as New Horizons in around 2007 and uh, we've got a snippet of the first episode. Hello everyone I'm Robin McKenzie. Welcome to the inaugural edition of New Horizons a weekly program presented by Blind Citizens Australia. Blind Citizens Australia is the united voice of blind and vision impaired Australians. Our mission is to achieve equity and equality by our empowerment, by promoting positive community attitudes 
and by striving for high quality and accessible services which meet our needs. Coming up on this week's program, we have a little bit of an interesting story to tell you. Given that this is the first edition of New Horizons and for the next few weeks... I will be the presenter of New Horizons. We've brought back a voice who might be very familiar to you, Stephen Jolly, who used to be the presenter of Soundabout Audio Magazine, will be interviewing me in a moment about Blind Citizens Australia and a little bit about me as the new executive officer. So after the music break, it's over to you, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. Well, it's a privilege for me to be part of the first edition of the new program from Blind Citizens Australia. So, John, that was the uh, first episode of New Horizons, and it was presented by Robin McKenzie, who we know generally as Robin Gale. Robin had shown an interest in radio through her work with the RVIB before the merger and had been a regular presenter on their program around the Institute in Victoria. And then she took up uh, New Horizons for BCA. There have been a number of people who have been involved, uh, of course, in the era era since New Horizons began. And it's probably uh, uh, opportune to thank people like Robin, as you say, Michael Kelly, who did a lot of the uh, uh, backup work and recording and editing the program. Um, Scott Nixon presented the program for quite some time. Uh, Ricky Chaplin, uh, who of course is now a member of staff but uh, uh, was a presenter of the program, and then a fellow by the name of Vaughan Benison took over, what, about uh, 15 months ago, Vaughan? Uh, November 2015, I think, or October 2015, sometime around that uh, that time. Episode 422 was the first one I did, I think, or episode oh, 424 was the first one I did, in fact. <laughs> It's, it's an interesting program, isn't it? Because it covers so many varied subjects and, uh, and, and so many varied ideas regarding blindness and vision impairment. And that's always been the secret to its success, is to get that mix between what we might call Blind Citizens Australian News, where we need to tell people about our convention or a particular policy campaign or something like that, but to share the, um, the experience with stories about people's achievements. Uh, uh, I remember uh, the programs that you did following the World Blind Union General Assembly last year when uh, uh, Bill Jolly and others uh, came back and you you interviewed Bill, I think, at that stage. So it's been a mix of those uh, hard policy stories and stories about people's experiences and how they've uh, uh, managed and coped as blind people. And I think it does a great deal in that second area particularly uh in helping people it's a form of peer support really Vaughan in that regard Mm. now you've been involved with BCA for quite some time you were executive officer from around about 1986 how do you think the program has changed and what do you think the program has brought to BCA over the last 30 odd years well I think the changes have been um Firstly, of course, uh, inspired by modern technology, uh, our listeners wouldn't perhaps be aware that you and I are probably about 400 kilometres apart as we're recording this and using uh, internet technologies, we're able to make this sound a little bit more uh, high quality than the old telephone interviews, which of course uh, Neville Kerr used uh, to a large extent when he did the program all those years ago. Uh, So I think there's been a change there. Uh, I think we probably concentrate more on the um, 
human interest stories uh, nowadays than we did in the early days. Of course, when BCA was young and there were um, substantial uh, issues to be addressed, we used the program very much uh, for, uh, uh, for those sort of uh, hard policy type uh, programs where uh, we would be asking people to write letters in support and do those sorts of things. So we don't do that quite as, as much now because we have other uh, means by which we can do and do those things. Um, I think I think that probably the program has had its ups and downs, Vaughan, and I think probably the last uh, 12 to 15 months since you've been back, uh, you've been undertaking the role as producer and presenter, we've probably gone back to getting a better balance than we had for a few years before that. So I don't think it's been so much a substantial change one way or the other, but the normal sort of cycles that uh, occur with a program of this uh, longevity. One of the things that fascinates me about the program is that I've been told by uh, various people who were involved back in the day that when Neville used to do uh, the NFBCA program, which then, of course, as we said, became Horizons, he did everything in his uh, in his lounge room. He, he recorded the interviews either on site or over the telephone. He edited them together onto reel-to-reel -reel tape, and then he copied himself. He copied all of the tapes that went out to all of the stations so that the program could be up-to-date. And I think that's absolutely amazing, uh, the amount of work that he put into that. And I think more than anything, I think more than anyone, I think Neville really deserves the congratulations for getting the whole thing rolling and running it for such a hugely long time. He's still around, isn't he, John? He is, and in fact, in preparation for this interview, I spoke to Neville just yesterday, and uh, uh, Neville is keeping in, as he would say, fair to reasonable health. Um, he has an ongoing medical condition which has slowed him down a lot and affected his speech, which was, uh, uh, of course, the reason that he stepped back from his wider radio uh, involvement some years ago. Uh, but Neville's keeping well, and he certainly asked me to pass on his uh, congratulations and uh, appreciation for the continuation of the program to everyone involved. Now, of course, when we produce the program, I simply email a link which uh, which goes to a couple of people. It gets uploaded to the website and it's available for podcast. It's available for anybody to download and, and share it or use it as they like. It's automatically available to all of the RPH stations, all of the community stations, and it takes me all of five minutes to, to organise that and it's absolutely immediate. This program will go out tomorrow and it will be heard, you know, within days of, of the interview happening. Neville used to spend hours, as you say, dubbing the tapes mm. um, and then had to take them down to the post office to get them into the mail. He used to have to make a special trip into 3RPH in Melbourne to get the tape there in time for its broadcast during the following week. Now, John, as the president of, uh, of BCA, what are your hopes for the program in the future? Uh, firstly, that I'll be able to talk to you to mark the 600th, 700th and 800th editions, Vaughan. Um, but beyond <laughs> that, uh, I think that radio and a regular weekly communication with our members, as close to live as we can get it, uh, will continue to be a very important element uh, in our communications strategies. Uh, people don't stop and think about this, but the vast majority of our members are not people who are active uh, with online services. They're people who lose their sight in later life and 
even if they had computer skills before they lost their sight, they struggle to uh, get reinvolved. So radio is, is the one medium that uh, we can use to reach the vast majority of our members wherever they be around the country. So I would hope that uh, uh, its distribution continues to grow. I would encourage um, its broadcast through more and more community broadcasting stations because as, uh, as we know they're located in uh, such a diverse range of communities large and small. Um, but of course we match that with its availability as a podcast and, uh, and, and download through the BCA website and through the Vision Australia Library Service and we thank them for that continuing support. Uh, there are uh, many, many ways in which we can get this program out as part of a broader mix of communication strategies that we use with our members. Mm. I, I guess the thing about radio, John, you could say that it's ubiquitous, couldn't you? You could, Vaughan. Well, John, thanks very much for uh, coming and talking to us on this program. And I too hope that uh, we'll be able to talk again at the 6th, 7th and 800th episode. And who knows, we might even get to 1,000. And Vaughan, uh, can I just take the opportunity finally to congratulate you on the, the work that you're doing in hosting the program, albeit that the commitment is somewhat different than that we've talked about. Uh, it is of great assistance to the organisation to know that every week you have a program out there which will genuinely capture the interest of our members. So thank you for, for your work in that regard. And congratulations to all those who have been involved in putting 500 episodes of New Horizons to air. And that's it for this 500th episode of New Horizons. Thanks for joining me. Before I go, those of you who are interested will be interested to know that owing to a couple of technical hitches over the last couple of weeks, that interview with John Simpson actually came from a cassette. Well, there you go. From the old to the new, eh? Blind Citizens Australia relies on donations from members and people in the community. If you'd like to find out how you can donate to BCA, have a look at the website, bca.org.au. If you'd like assistance with anything relating to blindness or vision impairment, contact them on 1800 033 660 or email bca at bca.org.au. That number again, 1800 033 660 or bca at bca.org.au. And I'll be back next week. We'll achieve the realization of a dream of our dream.